Did you hear? Uh, so since we are podcasters, mm-hmm. um, did you hear about the pig who lost oh, its voice? No. He now he's he's now disgruntled. What does that have to do with podcasting? Grunt. Because we have our voices. And if a pig can't have a voice, he can't. No, podcast. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Why is a bit? What's the pig's podcast Grunt. about? No, I understand the. I got the punchline. I just I didn't laugh. You're, you think I didn't hear the punchline because I didn't laugh? What? I got it. I, I got it. it made I got it louder. Slower. No, 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 no. I, no? I, I can assure okay. you, I heard okay. it. I just didn't okay. have any reaction to it. Okay. What is um, pigs what's podcast. podcast? I mean, that's a great. That's a great question. What would be a pigs podcast? Uh, I think Talking the trash. title. Talk, okay. Uh, slop. Something about slop. Right? Is that what they? What? It, what? It, do we call what pigs eat slop? Give them the slop. Yeah. I don't know. Um, swine. I don't know. Take a take a swine at me. Swine left. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense, but that's fine. Uh, I don't even know. Hog in the mic. Oh, that one's really good. Yep. She's yeah. a pig who gives monologues, and she's hogging the mic. Or he. I don't. I don't know. Why is that to be a lady? Well, because I'm trying to be included. I said he earlier yeah okay. he lost his voice now i'm trying to use she i'm trying to use all the pronouns i just think it's interesting that it's like the I know. guy lost I know. his voice but I know. the woman is the one who's hogging, hogging the, the mic. mic i know i knew yeah. that was no, it's just interesting me. that's fine so just, i feel like that's something you need to dig into a little my bit inadvertent you. misogyny is it runs deep okay clearly my daughters have to uh be the maids and i'm just training them to be good wives and find rich husbands okay oh my gosh wait <laughs> Um, what? What? <laughs> Stop talking. Wait. Okay. I'm, ho- I'm hogging the mic. I'm disgruntled. Yeah, it's it's. You, listen, you're being sexist by talking. So let me okay. tell you now. Okay. Um, in Texas, I learned about this for the news that I haven't even put up online yet today. But in Texas, there was a school assignment that said uh, it was to teach chivalry, mm-hmm. and these young ladies in this high school or in this class, I don't, I don't think it was high school. I think it was maybe just this class had to dress in a feminine manner, uh, do things for the boys and just overall really lean into like the traditional super archaic views of chivalry for every, hang on. I have to pull up the actual language of this because it's uh awful but i want to get it exactly right i wrote down what they did as you're doing that let me ask you this like i think of chivalry as just being kind to people like opening a door for someone right i guess you can be chivalrous as a male and open the door for a female but i would do that for anyone i would also do that i often do do that yeah. yeah. So things like that, say, you know, manners saying, please, maybe, or whatever, um, helping others that's chivalry. Why is chivalry? Um, Hey girls do things for the boys. Like, I don't anyway. know. So did so you find out what you're looking for? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, required students to quote, dress in a feminine manner to please the men quote, not complain or whine. <laughs> I would fail quote, obey any reasonably reasonable request of a male there are 11 tasks on this assignment which all have to be witnessed and signed off on by an adult the assignment literally says quote all ladies deemed worthy of honor by the gentleman will receive 10 points for every signature at the end of the day and then 
to make it even worse. Like it's already as bad as it can be, but your mind really goes to worse places when it continues on to say, quote, fathers and other adult males may insist on the, on following the rules into the evening. I have so much to say about this. Mm-hmm. Do we need to scrap our entire episode and talk about this? <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't even understand. Like, Oh my gosh. If my, if either of my kids came home with that assignment, I would be through the roof. Yeah. I, I think it's like combined this and I'm watching Amy Poehler's new movie Moxie uh-huh. right now. So just both of these together are like, what is. Wow. Uh, wow. What is like, what are you actually? So, so, so this is a public school or this is a private school. It's a public mm-hmm. school. I want to okay. get, let me pull up the school's information. What does this teach you in school? First of all, what does this have to do with anything to do with education? I, I actually don't know. I don't know what the point of this is. And then the other um, thing is like school is basically meant to just socialize us, right? We need to learn how to operate in a society. So schools give us things like, you know, lunchtime. So we know that at work, we're going to have a lunchtime and blah, blah, blah. Right. So like, it's supposed to socialize us. And also to understand things like, you know, uh, authority, right? The teacher is in charge. You listen. Okay. What is the, like, what is, what does this do for socialization? No, honestly, what the yeah. hell does this have anything to do with life in general? My, so my family is, uh, you know, hetero cisgender, my wife and I, it's a man and a woman, you know, we are, we are Christian. So there are things from the Bible that, that we like to follow, but it doesn't mean that she has to please me or dress a certain way. We are partners in this marriage. You know, she happens to do the laundry. I happen to do the dishes. I vacuumed today. Like I dusted, um, you know, we were talking as a family the other night and she was telling uh, one of our children that something to the effect of, I love, she said something like, you know, I love you in my way. You know, Dan, the, the dad of the family is more like your safe space. You and your sibling can both go to him, blah, blah, like, and, and, and so she understands that like, I'm, I wear the nurturing role let more mm-hmm. so than she does, but she nurtures too. But like it, the whole, I don't know. I just, we got to break down these gender roles that are so strict and stringent and you have to dress to them to like, please your like, what are you, what the. So I found the whole assignment. Oh yeah. Ladies must dress in a feminine manner to please the men. Ladies (laughs) must address all men respectfully by title with a lowered head and curtsy. Ladies must not complain or whine. Ladies must never criticize a male. Ladies must cook, preferably not buy, something for the gentlemen in their class. Sweet baked goods are preferable. (laughs) Ladies must not initiate conversation with males with the exception of male teachers. Ladies must walk behind them or walk daintily as if their feet were bound. Outside the classroom, ladies cannot show intellectual superiority if it would offend the, the men around them. Ladies should clean up after the men. Ladies should obey any reasonable request of a male. If it is not considered reasonable, ladies can check with their teachers. 
Ladies okay. must bring in root beer, ginger ale, or sparkling cider for the gentlemen in their class. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. So I'm failing in this class, by the way. Just reading that is like, oh, I, I failed this class mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're scrapping our entire plan for the day because this we're unpacking the yes. shit out of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, we'll, we'll take this voting age discussion we we're going to have. Uh, so that happened before the 50th anniversary of changing the voting age from 21 to 18. We'll have that. We'll do that next time. And we'll have that after the official. Th- so it'll, it'll work out just fine. But the, we had to unpack this because this is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm so fired <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. So, all right. Why don't you why don't you start with the introductions then, if you would? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Dan. I, I love so much how mad you are. I think this goes a long way to the conversation we're going to have, which is like, you're so mad. And I'm like, yeah, no, this makes sense. <laughs> which is awful. Uh, so welcome to the show. <laughs> I guess I'll edit this and we'll see how far into the show we are by the time yeah, I do this introduction. <laughs> this is like one of those really long cold opens that you're like, oh, here's the credits. Wow. Oh, I forgot they haven't done the credits yet. <laughs> um, welcome to the show. My name is Kim. I'm one half of whatever this thing is. Uh, I am a white cisgender heterosexual female living in Los Angeles. I am super liberal. Um, I work do you have the in cape television. that goes with that? Yeah. Super oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Fight crimes. It's really cute. Excellent. I love it. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I, uh, I work in television production and on the side for fun, I have a nonprofit that works to increase voter turnout by changing the way that we educate our, uh, all the way from kindergarten up to grown adults on the way that our government works, the way the voting works, all that kind of stuff. And I luckily have somebody who is helping me know how to talk to people about voting. <laughs> um, somebody who is wanting to talk to me here on this podcast. Uh, it's my first guest this week. My guest, Dan. <laughs> uh, hi, I'll, I'll wave, but we're everybody's listeners. No. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm Dan. Uh, I am the other half of whatever this is, as Kim said, uh, white, cisgender, hetero male living in Michigan. Uh, it's pretty centrist when it comes to my my beliefs, but apparently not because not this today. fires me up. Um, I am the dad of of daughters. Uh, they are teenagers, and this is going to be fun. Um, yeah, I so this whole the idea of the show, of course, for those listeners that are new. Um, if not, don't tune us out. But you know, you know this the shtick here. We are while Kim is super liberal, I have been right of center. Uh, most almost all of my life, but I kind of go back and forth between left of center, right of center. I'm pretty independent, pretty centrist, but man, I get fired up. So um, our hope is to look at our America through our own lenses, which by the way is only white. So um, we're still, you know, open to discussion. Email us at myamericapod at gmail.com to be a part of that conversation. Anyway, so, so that's me. I'm Dan. Oh, and I do marketing in my day job and I serve in nonprofits in my other time. I used to serve veterans. Uh, which was awesome. Now, now I serve the uh, the community who are survivors of domestic abuse and sexual violence. Um, so I love serving communities. Anyway, okay. So, Kim, was this assignment done as a satire on what the world used to be? Was this done ironically? Like I, I have I have to believe in the sanctity and power of our educators to not be morons. I. I also believe 
that listen <sighs> obviously teachers are heroes and especially right now they're they, they have an incredibly difficult job no matter what particularly right now this is a very difficult job um i don't know if this was designed to be satire or not so i'm gonna um Give a little bit more information here so that we have everything to get. Yeah, even if it's, it really doesn't actually matter if it's satire or not. No. no. Um, That's besides the point, actually. Uh, But it's Shallow Water Independent School District. And they did release a statement. So there's two things I'm going to read. One, they they released a statement saying, this assignment has been reviewed and despite its historical context, so uh, it does not reflect our district and community values, the matter, the matter has been addressed with the teacher and the assignment was removed. So it has been removed. Th- additionally, there were rules for chivalry for gentlemen as well. So uh, <laughs> yes, there are for both. And I'm reading this for the first time as I'm reading it out loud to you. Um, from the jump, I'm going to say, that it does not do as uh, as was in history the onus is on the women to serve the men mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um you know it's the men get off pretty easily here. um gentlemen will dress appropriately in jackets and suits or ties gentlemen will show courtly courtesy as they assist ladies who may have dropped an article by picking it up for them gentlemen will assist ladies to seat themselves or rise from their seats all females in the class and all female faculties will be considered noble women and be addressed as milady. Gentlemen will create a yummy treat of friendship in medieval tradition of coded messages for a lady in his class. I don't even know what that means. If he is particularly pass notes in code. Oh, I guess a yummy treat of friendship. That's maybe that's... the worst thing I've ever. That's not the worst thing I've ever heard. It's 2021. <laughs> no, it's, not. <laughs> it's it's not even what close, the... but it's not great. Uh, if a particularly amorous knight, if he is a particularly amorous knight, he may bring treats for the other ladies in class. The ladies may, of course, share these sweets with their kindly knights. Now, just uh, I'm going to go on reading the list, but just a reminder on the list for the women, they had to bring in a treat. And it didn't say anything about sharing. So uh, when taking a lady out for the evening, the gentleman will pay for all expenses. Gentlemen will rise when a lady walks into the room. Gentlemen will bow when greeting a lady. Gentlemen will streak, speak, streak. Gentlemen will speak genteely. That is using appropriate language around ladies. There is no profanity or use of vulgar words. Gentlemen will allow the ladies to leave the room before they leave. Gentlemen will sing or recite a few lines of poetry to the ladies in their class. Poems will be memorized and must be respectful, must be respectable poems of a romantic nature. No nursery oh rhymes. There will be no complaining on the part of the gentleman. So, uh, well, I mean, there's one thing in common, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are things for the, the guys as well. Now, this obviously excludes. Um, I, I don't know what the makeup of this school is, but it certainly does exclude any gender non-binary. Yeah in the class immediately yeah. from the jump. Um, yeah. This takes place in uh, Lubbock, Texas, by the way. Mm. So a, a pretty religious area. Mm-hmm. Um, Lubbock, Texas, home of Buddy Holly. <laughs> and they um, there's a statue of Buddy Holly that they only put up afterwards because rock and roll was the devil. Um, the statue of, of Buddy Holly is also surrounded by like other famous musicians from Lubbock, of which there are surprisingly a lot. Um, list does not include the Dixie Chicks, the number one selling female 
group in the country in history because once the they spoke Lubbock? their mind, damn it. Yeah. The chicks, I, again, That's chicks okay. are from um, Lubbock and they did not put them on the statue in this little rock and roll hall of fame because of course they spoke their mind one time and lost their whole careers. So, um, also, listen, the music snob in me says, but you just said rock and roll hall of fame. The chicks are not rock and roll. Oh, they it are is country. country. And, and you know what? It's all music, actually. It is, it, yeah, it is all music. The, the statue, the like, you know, is hall it? of fame okay. thing that they have is all music. Because that's a whole other episode of the rock and roll hall of fame in Cleveland needs to be renamed. I'm all for the artists who are in there. We just need to call something different because it's not rock and roll. You want to have an entire episode devoted no. to. Okay. No, I mean, I mm-hmm. love music, but I don't Feels think like it's just listen. like a quick aside. Yeah. More than um, anything. <laughs> needs to be the music, the American Music Hall of Fame, because it's all American music in some way. In any case, um, if you so want, we can stop talking about sexism and the way it runs oh, rampant no. in our country we... and then just really quickly talk about the way that no, no, music no. isn't properly categorized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's important to me. So, and I'm the male. I know. So, we're going to well, then... be chivalrous. Um, I, uh, aren't I always? Yes. Uh, I would have, I would fail this as well. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Absolutely. You would now. Okay. So let's, so let's, let's, I'm going to try to compartmentalize here, Kim. First of all, I I have two notes here, um, historical context and serve the men. I have so much to say, but let me compartmentalize first. Let's let's both take a step back because I know we're both pretty fired up about this. I think, <laughs> but you're like, yeah, I know. Like this happens all the time. I'm used to this. Like I get it. But in all honesty, as I'm raising two young women, oh my gosh, I can't. Like I, I can't. I I can't. In any case, so here's the thing. I do believe that things like manners, treating others with respect, even as silly as it is, to have the guys stand up when a woman enters a room, like. I don't know that there's value in that, but I do find it somewhat interesting that like, again, teaching respect. Okay. That's the key, like going about it the wrong way, a hundred percent. And even standing up for women, I'm going to pull out their chair, all these things. Like, I think we can do smaller gestures, things like holding the door open for just other humans, things like making eye contact, smiling at other humans, regardless of gender or non-binary or anything else. We like, like we need this. Yeah. Manners and kindness need to go a long way. So, so I, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to unpack that, but I think like, like, let me ask you this, Kim, are there lessons in there to be had from it? Or is it just all terrible for you? Okay. It's yeah. I I don't see any, I don't see any lesson in when you're, you have this list and it separates the men and the women. And like I said, completely disregards anybody who does not feel like they fit into one or the other category. Then that completely disregards them. It sort of erases them from the classroom. Um, It, what is it teaching anybody? If, if you are a, woman who walks through this world, you're going to learn these lessons anyway. Society will teach you that you need to kind of, you don't need to do this stuff, but society will teach you that doing these behaviors will, you will be rewarded in some way for it. Yeah. Um, so, 
So I don't think ladies need a classroom assignment to learn that society treats men better than women and that women are sometimes put in the category of needing to be of service to a male. I I don't, I think that it just happens naturally. So there's that. I, I think it teaches the boys in the classroom, not necessarily respect for women, but just, you know, these little ladies, you know, can't, if they drop something, you better pick it up for them because they can't pick it up themselves. And, uh, you know, better be kind to the, the gentler sex. Um, what, if it is to teach manners, then teach manners. Hey, if, when, when somebody with authority comes into the classroom, you need to, to shut up and listen. If somebody is talking to you, you need to look them in the eyes. You do not need to teach the women that you have to bring in a snack and you doesn't say anything about sharing. And for the boys, we, it would be nice if you did. And if you did, don't worry, they'll share with you. If you're over amorous. If yeah, you're if feeling you're over, over amorous. Over amorous. So if you're horny, bring in some treats. <laughs> yeah. But women, really... you better sub- be subservient and just do all the cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also note that it didn't say anything about the guys continuing on into the evening. Right. But it did right. say that the men could ask the women to do it. I think it's just, what are you trying to teach here? Yeah. And also like, <laughs> this was the way things were. This is kind of the way things are still now in some ways in some parts of the country. Um, you know what? It's 2021. I think it's time that we could start saying, Hey, the pa- there are a lot of pieces of our history that are awful and embarrassing, and we need to learn what happened, but we don't need to reenact it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, guys? Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Could you, Texas, could you just be a little less Texas this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between this and Ted Cruz, like, I don't. And the power I, I, of grid I, failing and blaming it on green yeah, energy. I, yeah. I, I stick up for Texas so much because I have such love for them. Sometimes it makes it really hard for me to love yeah. it as such. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The historical context part, I, I wrote that down. I was like, wait, 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 we're going to reenact this to learn about historical context. First of all, what is the historical context of being subservient? Honestly, yeah. like why, like why? Um, you can do that with a, a just showing advertisements from the fifties mm-hmm. or, or a TV show and be like, this is how it used to be. This is why it's not like this anymore because it's irrelevant and oppressive and misogynistic and, 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 and yeah. Anyway. So, so that like, what we don't, so this, like, this is taking it to the super extreme. I, I want to acknowledge that. Okay. But I want to point this out in, in like almost a satirical point of view. We don't go reenact the Holocaust for historical context. We don't celebrate the killing of 6 million people of, uh, of the Jewish faith because we want to reenact because we want to have historical context. Okay. We don't do that. We talk about it. We learn about it. We have museums for it, mm-hmm. but we don't celebrate it in this way. Like no, what? We don't. However, when we have a president, as we have had, who refuses to acknowledge the danger, the danger of anti-Semitism, yeah. we have more attacks yeah. on our Jewish brothers and sisters. We have more 
shootings up in synagogues. We have yeah. more hate language and swastikas um, spray painted on buildings because it's deemed as okay. And we have Nazi insignia as stages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, okay. So at uh, a part at, at like a, a conference that is supposed to represent an entire political party. Yeah. Yeah. My thought was if they, if this truly was for teaching students about chivalry and all that kind of stuff, if, if that's really what it was, Hey, I want to show you the oppressive nature of this time in our history. Why not flip it? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, you know, that's a great, yeah. Society will oppress is like such a hard word. And it really just depends on where you are for women. It, it depends on, you know, what kind of city you live in and, and what kind of people you sur- you're able to be surrounded with and that kind of stuff. But society will in its own way, some ways bigger and smaller oppress you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to start it in high school. It's already been started. You're fine. Maybe just yeah. not having a class do it. Um, yeah. But for the men, 75% of Congress in the Senate is led by a male, 77% in the House. You're doing just fine as far as power goes in the country. Why not have to sit for a day in what this would look like if it really is the point of the assignment yeah. to teach these kids? I, the assignment's still stupid, and I don't think it should exist at all. But, you know, why not flip it if that's the point? I actually like You know what? I actually like the idea of flipping it and making that an assignment. Like, you know what? We're This is where we are today. We're like... March is International Women's History Month, right? Let's acknowledge mm-hmm. the oppression that does happen around the world. We we as Americans come to the aid of the Muslim community, women who are required to wear burqas and they can't do this. Not, not, and like we, that's not fair. That's not right. And we do that as Americans. Okay. What about in America? What oppressive behavior are we engaging in? So let's do this assignment and let's flip it. And let's, let's take all those rules that women have had to follow over the years. Let's make the males do that. Now, this still is problematic, I think, because it takes away the non-binary um, mm-hmm. or other gender roles. I, I understand that. So I don't know if it, it still is a good idea, but like, like I, I'm even working through that right on my own head. But but I, I think that's such an, an interesting thing, though, is to flip it and say, here's how it's been. A- and maybe do it for a whole week, because I think that could show women what it's like to get that power and how hard it is to give it up. Yeah. And that would show the the young men what happens when they lose the power and what, like now when I say lose the power, I I understand that women have not had the power and lost it. They've, they've just never had the power. So there's like, anyway, um, I do, I do. I wrote down the other thing I wrote down was, um, serve the men. Women have to serve the men. I believe. So first of all, let me, let me say this. You don't have to be in a relationship to be a whole person. Okay. There's nothing wrong with, with single. There's nothing wrong with, with how, how you love whom you love. Um, I have my own personal thoughts on things like polyamorous, but that's a whole nother discussion. Anyway, well, I just opened up that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm silent. At like me, what, what's he going to do? <laughs> um, you but I do think at, at you, you didn't say anything. You just said, <laughs> I have thoughts. I have lots of thoughts. At him, he has <laughs> thoughts. We have a podcast about them. <laughs> Um, we, I mean, we could, though. It'd be interesting. I'd love to have that conversation with someone who, who, who is that, um, yeah. is in that community. In any case, so here's the thing. Serve the men. Uh, there is no reason for women to serve their men. What I, what I do believe in, at least in my family and my own personal, when I'm teaching my children, 
And what my wife and I try to live out is to serve each other. If you're in a relationship, try to outserve that person. Now, not to the detriment of your own well-being, of course, but mm-hmm. if you know little things, if I'm getting up after dinner, I'll grab a couple of plates. I'll grab my own kids' plates. I'll try to serve them to show them how to take care of each other. Right. Yeah. I you know, that kind of stuff where you serve your mate, your spouse, your partner, your husband, your wife, your your whomever. That's an important thing to teach, but that's not the school's place. Correct. Also, like being of service in general is mm-hmm. uh, is important, regardless of if it's somebody you're in a relationship with, if it's somebody that is your family member, if it's just somebody that you work with, uh, or just walking through life. How can mm-hmm. I be of service in this exact moment? I can let you in in front of me in the, in the lane. Mm-hmm. How can I be of service in this exact moment? I can hold the door open for you because you got your hands full. Or you mm-hmm. don't have your hands full. I'm just a human being that's in the door before you. Yep. Um, yep. You know, asking how can I be of service in the moment? Very helpful. That does not have anything to do with gender roles, as this high school seems to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we just need to talk about gender roles. I, you know, there's a huge... There's a huge surge right now in talking about gender roles. There's, you know, my personal belief, there's, there's biological sex, and then there are genders. And in my personal opinion, my personal experience, genders, gender roles can be very fluid. And, and I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I tend to wear that role of nurturer, which tends to be mom. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I am an emotional being. I cry easily. I really don't mind cleaning or cooking or doing the dishes, like all that stuff that you would think, you know, and, and, and also I, I, like this weekend, I did some building. I did a couple projects. I installed a screen door. I did some painting. I did some cutting of boards. Like I was manly. Right. <laughs> and, and I enjoy that too. Like there's nothing wrong with any of that. And for, you know, a, a woman to enjoy those things, like I, I work in, in theater for both my kids and I, and I often am on the crew as a parent volunteer and plenty of now, of course it's a, the joke is at one of their schools that it's the, the dads, right? It's the dad crew. Um, but there are moms who do it. And the, the person who runs that by the way, is a woman. She is the shop teacher at that school. I think it's great. That's yeah. not a weird gender role. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I really yeah. understand that at all. You know, I grew up with my parents got divorced when I was in sixth grade, not to brag. And (laughs) so I I grew up with my mom and also my mom's best friend, who was a woman as well. I grew up with like two very strong women. And that was my influence and watched my mom, you know, have to be both parents. Yeah. And so, you know, the idea of like gender roles is like so silly to me because if that had been the case, what would we have done in my house? Right. Because, you know, who would have whatever killed the spiders and like done fix, what fix I, the toilet or something, <laughs> fix right? The toilet. Yeah. Um, you know, n- not that we didn't have, uh, yeah, it, it just, it's so ridiculous to me. Also last weekend I helped build a bed yeah. and <laughs> I don't know. This isn't anything. This is like a non-thought. But at the end of it, I was like, oh, look at my nail polish. It really didn't chip at all. Olive and June, excellent nail polish. Next See, sponsor of the podcast. I also, I work with a PA who, he, he 
his nails are painted usually frustratingly nicer than mine, which is only because <laughs> I sometimes will pick at my nails. So like, yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, I have always, if, you know, when I said I would fail this class, it's because, you know, I've always been like a paint. I always, well, no, I wear dresses yeah. if I'm going somewhere, but yeah. You wore I a dress at my wedding? Where, yeah. And that wasn't the last time I wore a dress, but <laughs> no, you know? and it was 10 years ago. 10 yeah. years coming up anyway. Um, Jeez. Yeah. But you know, it, um, to events going out when we used to go out places to like Vegas and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I happy to wear a dress, love dressing up. Um, also more comfortable in pants, in yeah. flats, in sneakers. Um, I wear a hat almost all the time now outside because it's good for you yeah. <laughs> skincare, yeah. but you know, I'm often in a baseball cap except for at work. I, that has nothing to do with anything. Right. I, I, I you know, yep. that has nothing to do with anything. It does not make me more of a woman or less of a woman. And again, yep. we, we fall into these, we fall into these very stringent, what are supposed to be roles. And even like in having this conversation, which you and I are trying, we're being cognizant of, but like this conversation leaves out a large group of Americans who are human beings and should not be excluded. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a spectrum. I was, I was doing some research on, on this particular discussion um, for my own reasons. And, and, learning about gender spectrum. And as a Christian, I was finding certain points of view and I found some really good stuff. And and one of the things was this, they, they super strict, far right conservative Christians say, well, they, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I just like, anyway, first of all, I'd love to meet an Adam and a Steve and be like, See, yeah, he did. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I, yeah, I get. You've combative. never met an Adam or a Steve. Well, no, I mean like as a couple. <laughs> I mean, as a couple, I want, I want to meet a, a married couple, Adam and Steve, and be like, "Look, I met Adam and Steve. God made them, but yeah. they're married. Look at that. That's cool." Anyway, um, I like God made you know um, the, the waters and the land. God made the light and the dark. God made the animals that walk and the animals that fly. Okay. So it's, it sounds very binary, right? Mm-hmm. So God made male and female and it's just, and that's it, right? In all reality, where the land and the water meet, it's not dry or wet and it just mm-hmm. stops. It's not binary. There's a spectrum of wetness. I won't use the other word because I know you hate it. Um, <laughs> they're light and dark, right? The most beautiful points of a day are often sunrise or sunset, dusk and dawn, that spectrum of in-between. And so that spectrum of in-between is some of our most beautiful humans. And that's, yeah. oh, and that's, that's good. And so this assignment in particular, absolutely can completely erases them. That was a great way you said that. And, and I just think that's super problematic. Now, yeah, I don't, I also just, while we're talking about that, I just don't understand <sighs> I just can't understand somebody who feels like they are duty bound to write laws or to just put energy out into the world that negates so many of our fellow human beings and just asks them, 
like your, <laughs> the way that you, your, your life makes me uncomfortable. And so for me to live my best life and most comfortable life, I need you to not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love being a relatively feminine male. I love that I am yeah. emotional. I love that I am nurturing. Um, I don't dress super manly. And then there are times that I'm like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm not a hunter. I don't want to go build stuff all the time. I don't, you know, on the other hand, there are times when I love building stuff. You know what? I, I once built an entire like lower side, lower part of a home and refurnished the entire, I went all the way down to the concrete and the, the wood studs of the, of the walls. And I completely refurnished it. It, it was awesome. And I really enjoyed it. And I did some great work. So I enjoy that. What would typically be manly, but then yeah, anyway, anyway, so, yeah. so here, so it's funny because when we were, you were describing the, the men's side of this thing, the young men, the boys, so they will wear um, suits, jackets, slacks, right? That, that, that was my stumbling block was like, wait, I'm not wearing a suit. Your, yours was, wait, women have to be subservient and cook and do this and do that. And I was like, I'm not wearing a suit jacket. I don't want to um, wear a jacket. <laughs> but in all reality, but like that made me think though, like that was my, that, that was not my worst reaction. But that was one of my reactions. But then it made me think though, like in all seriousness, what kind of onus are you putting on these students that you have to wear these things? That's a financial problem. If these young mm-hmm. women don't have dresses because they not their style, because their families can't afford it, because like whatever, and and then the and then the boys on the other side, right? That they may not have suit. Maybe their dad does. Maybe they don't. If if my kids needed a suit jacket, I have one. Yeah, but that's it, and it's not a great one. Um, I that just also is that in in your home there is a mother and a father. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. That you can borrow either from. Yep. So yeah. So that, that was another thing is the, the financial side of it. We don't, what you wear doesn't define you as a human, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you don't have a suit jacket or a, a full suit, three piece suit, you're not a good man. Wait, what? But if you do have a three piece suit, but you are a murderer. I don't know. You cool. look sharp. It's fine. Good. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, that's a whole nother, you know, again, yet another probably episode, maybe like American fashion. What and and I and I, I fully admit I used to say some of these things too. You'd see someone wearing walking with their pants down around their under their butt. And I don't I still don't love that, but you know what? It's not necessarily my place either. Like, I don't know. I just we judge so quickly mm-hmm. people based on their clothes that they're dumb, yeah. poor, you know, a criminal, whatever. I can't even say the TH word. I hate that word. That's become as bad as the N word to me. Like you're, if you're wearing your pants under down, way down below your waist, like you're just a, a gang criminal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Stop. I might look at it and think it looks silly. That's okay. I, I think anyway, in my mind, I, I'm, I'm, you can look at other fashion and say that looks silly. I, for, for what it's worth, which is nothing. Um, I know somebody who is very rich and, uh, and knows it and <laughs> is very comfortable with it. Same pants every single day. Yeah. Say literally the actual same pants every single day, not even great pants. So like, we don't know. Clothes so, mean nothing. So 
so it's not just me. <laughs> it's not just me either. No, je- je- like no, so, I seriously, genuinely, yes. I am. <laughs> I will wear the same jeans several days in a row because I don't do much. Yeah. Now, listeners, I do change my undergarments because you know you have to stay clean. But like, yeah, I'm gonna wear the same pant. Now, if I go for a long walk in my exercise pants, my my you know athletic pants, I'll change those. But yeah, they they. They have all the Once money in the get world. them comfortable. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I I am I feel good about myself now. You're basically the same as a multi-millionaire. That's fantastic. My one of my kids the other day looked at me and said, "I had athletic pants on. I had worn sweatpants, literally sweatpants, like a couple of days before when I picked her up from her mom's house, or whatever." Then I showed up in athletic pants, and she looked at me. And she goes, "Giving up, huh?" <laughs> I, oh, I said, wait, wait, what? <laughs> She's like, you're just, you work from home now for the last few years. You just give up. Yes. First of all, yes. I was like, you judgmental little prick. I love her so much. (laughs) Anyway. I wear sweatpants. When I wake, Uh, I have daytime pajamas. So when I go to bed at night, I have my Jimmy jams and then I wake up and I go, oh, time to start a new day. Different pajamas. Yep. And I wear those until I leave the house to go. And, uh, you know, it's all about. You don't wear them out of the house? I don't even wear them. No, out. I gotta go to work. And, okay, okay. And you, I gotta yes, go to work, right. and I dress in different clothes when I go to work. Only you know, yeah, whatever jeans and a sweatshirt, but still. But <laughs> also, like you know, we're joking around about this, but like the bigger conversation is, we can't just be comfortable, right? Right. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um. Wow. Yeah. And then I and then I also wrote down the last thing I wrote down uh, was dresses non-binary biological women. Why do you have to wear a dress? Now, if you, if that's what like you said, you enjoy it sometimes. That's great. Yeah. What if that's not it, just like suits don't make you a good man. A dress mm-hmm. doesn't make you a good woman. Yeah. Like it's fine. But it's, society why? is actually more willing to hear suits do not make you a good man. than they are willing to acknowledge dresses do not make you do not decide whether you are a woman or not, yeah. you know, in Silicon Valley, like the, the wardrobe is like jeans and a hoodie. Yeah. And that's like, look at these guys. They're so successful, but you know, but if you're more often, uh, you need a woman to be dressing in. If the, if it's pants, it's pants and heels. Yeah. And like a form fitting suit jacket Yeah, or form fitting hoodie. And look, if that's if that's your style, great. Wear it. Wear heels yeah, all day. Wear, that's fine. Inc- but it's not a, it's highly encouraged. Not required. That is so ridiculous. And you I don't ha- have to choose one or the other. Right. You can. You, you know. Just yep. speaking for myself, I wear both styles depending on what I'm doing. Yep. And and enjoy it. So I guess the question is, why in the hell is a is a public school doing this assignment in 2021. I'm glad that they've taken it out finally, but why do we think it's to this point where we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and instead of them looking at their curriculum and saying, and, and, and I've seen this, you know, we're talking about chivalry in particular and, and misogyny and sexism and, and all this, but I've also seen it when it comes to uh, racial injustices, mm-hmm. they're using slavery to teach math. Well, yeah. What? I forgot about that. Yes. How in the, how, what, what? 
who on the staff, the school board, the whomever doesn't look at this stuff and go, wait a minute. And, and again, teachers, how, how do you as a teacher now the teaching profession, you said it earlier, Kim, a lot of heroes, they have a tough job right now, especially like much respect, just like I do for police officers, just like I do for, you know, politicians, like maybe not all of them. Cause anyway, um, but like as a profession, yes, but the individuals within that, that are doing mm-hmm. these really don't get, get the hell rid of them. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't want to like, you know, the cancel culture discussion, especially this week of Dr. Seuss and potato head. Um, oh my God. I, uh, maybe we should, you maybe can't we should be a party that runs your entire platform on telling corporations they can do whatever they want and then get mad when the corporation <laughs> makes a decision inside. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, anyway, so like, I don't want to a pillow. <laughs> it's the quietest thing I can do. <laughs> oh. You know, I don't want to just fire a teacher because they did something dumb. Like, I, I, no, or insensitive or with, with a sexist or racist bent. No, because it, like, it, that eliminates the ability to learn. Yes. But that's, that's just it. We need to teach this. Like we have to got to, we got to get better people. We got to get better, mm-hmm. know better, do better. We've got to do better. Cause this is ridiculous. And again, a Michigander center, right of center for mo- for almost all my life. Uh, it grew up in a very cisgender hetero family. I have daughters when I've seen this stuff happen to them or at, as I've helped to raise young women, like I've seen, I just, I don't understand how we can make this okay. Or we think it's mm-hmm. okay. Or we just continue down this road. We have got to stop it. I, I, Oh, I get so angry. If these, if my kids came home with that assignment, I would absolutely flip my lid. Mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. in front of that teacher, in front of the principal, and in front of the school board all that week. How it, Run I, I, for your local school board seats, right? folks. If right? you are hearing this and getting really mad, guess what? You There, there are things that you can do. Mm-hmm. In addition to public out- outcry, in addition to all this kind of stuff, if there is an open school board seat, my friend, you can run for it. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kim. Also, right before I started, we started this recording, I was watching Moxie, which I <laughs> mentioned at the top of the show, um, which is Amy Poehler's new show or movie. She directed it. She's also in it. Obviously, I'm watching it for that reason. But it <laughs> is like a very relevant movie to our topic because it's about um, this young lady in high school who uh, is just kind of fed up with what she's seeing, which is like some uh, white supremacy, not in the um, cross burning way, but just in the way that um, white men are Mm -hmm. superior, you know, act superior. And uh, so some racist undertones, a lot of sexism happening, a principle that's not wanting to pay attention because then she needs to get involved. And this uh, young lady, this junior in high school um, decides that she's going to start a zine and like kind of start the revolution in Mm. school. So. All right. So we'll link to Moxie. We'll link to this Mm -hmm. article. It's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to watch that. I'll put that, put up, put it in my, I'm halfway through. I stopped so we could start recording. But when I was watching, I was like, oh, man, I really am just for for all the different movies and shows that she's done. I really am just 
always Amy Poehler. Because yeah. when you watch this movie, I was like, oh no, that's me too. <laughs> Not oh no, but like she's so she's so the one. She's the one that was no. in um what. 30 rock right is that no that's tina no. oh they're not the same person no oh they're different. no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm a big i'm a big fan of, of both tina and amy uh as artists uh, but no i know who i know amy puller i know i'm kidding um i'm gonna have to check that out that sounds very interesting yeah it's cool it's good is it is it a little like is it in in the flavor a little bit of like parks and rec because no. she was so like political in that as a council person right like but no, it's different because in Parks and Rec, she is really like um, service, being of service to your public mm-hmm. it is, you know, and being an opt like an internal optimist and all this kind of stuff. That's what makes the change happen. And that's kind of what the world turns on in Pawnee. In Moxie, uh, in the Pacific Northwest, she is a, um, she, she was a like a little rebel rouser as a high school kid. And so that is an influence on her daughter. So it's almost the opposite of Leslie note, but still that like optimism of like, if we work, we can do good things. Mm -hmm. If we band together, we can do good things. Mm -hmm. Um, But in a different way, because it was, you know, trying to take down both want to smash the patriarchy, but one from within government and one from uh, outside. Gotcha. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a weird dude. Yes. Yes. I, I don't, <laughs> but like that kind of stuff that, you know, w- empowering women, uh, it, th- like all of this just, it, it makes me happy. I, and I don't understand why we, why we men, cisgender, hetero men, white men can't just share our power. Because remember I'm all that for it. It's power, much like success, is not a pie. Right. But that's what people seem to think it is. Right. Yeah. More the more power you give, the more power you receive. But they think power is infinite. Is finite. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm Sorry. the man no, and I always I have to be right. <laughs> Listeners can't I... see it, but I just did double barrel middle fingers at Kim. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with my gender nor my biological sex. That has everything to do with the wrong word. <laughs> I'm just a lady. What do I know about words? Yeah. They think power is finite. Yeah. Yeah. Much it's not. like success. Yep. Yeah. It is not. It is not. It is not. not. It is not. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah okay. and, and like you said, in fact, arguably, when somebody gets more, they receive more. Yeah. That's just like it with anything. If you yep. give more love more respect more whatever you're going to get it back in tenfold yeah yeah the more you share the more you you get yeah um and that's it like i think i don't know if that's a brene brown type thing or if hers is more about vulnerability i know that but she interviewed somebody that talked about power at one point i've heard other great podcasts like how to citizen uh with baratunde he always just says his first name baratunde yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's amazing like i've heard mm-hmm. other you know interviews about power and yeah it is it is infinite. So giving, so, so guys giving power to the gals is absolutely a good idea. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop fighting it. Anyway. Also look at Finland. Like we know what we're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just yeah. let us do our yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I, it, I, I guess that there is a conversation to be had 
also about what something like this teaches males as well, mm-hmm. because it, you know, really gets into, well, you're not, you're not like a traditional man if you're willing to be polite and have emotions and all that kind of stuff. Like that's not healthy and helpful for the the young men as well, because right. it teaches you that you shouldn't deal with your emotions and then you bottle it up. And then we have the situation that we're in with mm. our young men as a robot, as a fellow <laughs> robot, I will tell you that when you bottle up your emotions, eventually at some point, you're going to be crying in the middle of a El Torito to the waitress. And yeah. it's not going to be, nobody's going to be comfortable in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> and years later, your friends will still make fun of you for it, but it happened. It happened. You can't yep. do anything about it. That's right. <laughs> that's right that's something i read about and definitely didn't happen to me sure yeah yeah, 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 yeah. just like you thought i was gonna bring up the amy poehler thing but i didn't so no nope you didn't <laughs> um yeah it sometimes just, your emotions come out at weird times and when you <laughs> meet your hero your body reacts differently than you expect and that's fine everybody that's okay. was fine with it that's okay Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah the God. the toxic masculinity discussion is what that right there just begins and it's not that men are toxic or being masculine as toxic but there is a you know uh what's it uh, all good things in moderation mm-hmm. right yeah. not all things not all things let's be that's okay Crack cocaine is not good for you in moderation. It's still bad for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hydrochloric yeah. acid is still bad for you. Not a, but uh, yeah, all good things in moderation. Same with masculinity. It can be, it can mm-hmm. be, and, and that can be for men or women. Women can be masculine. It's, it, it's fine. Yeah. But there is a toxic masculinity that we have bred in our society that we need to be able to talk about without getting all bent out of shape over as, as the yeah. men of the society and go, well, that's not, that's just not, no, it's, it's okay to talk about. Anyway, yeah. Kim. That Dan. was an amazing discussion. Thank you for bringing that up and surprising me. And that's why the voting age should be 16. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> exactly. And on that yeah. note, that'll be our next episode because we'll do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that was that was our what we prepared for. But this was out of the blue and I love it. I'm so glad yeah. you did. Um, so the socials, right? Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we are on Instagram and Twitter at MyAmericaPod. Uh, you can email us at MyAmericaPod at gmail.com. You want to tell us your thoughts about it. Um, or, you know, or if you really want to, you could be like Kim's mom and call her when you mm-hmm. want to complain and call me when you want to say that was a great episode. That's no, fine. No, that's not true. Yesterday she called me and I missed her call. And then later she texted me to say we did a great job with the Black History Month yeah. we visited. Yeah. But she called me and got me. And so that was apparently how it works. So it's fine. So if that's what you want to do, folks, you can you can <laughs> at me on Twitter with all the positive stuff, Dan Moyle, uh, yeah. um, or Instagram, Dan Moyle. And you can get Kim, all the negative stuff. Kim, what are your socials? <laughs> <laughs> at be careful. She's fragile. <laughs> dot. One time okay. I did cry at an El Torito and it was fine. <laughs> dot. Whatever. Amy Poehler is really talented and I don't regret anything. Sometimes it's cool to meet your heroes and guess what? They live up to it. Dot com. Okay. Or just at Kim Moffat on Twitter and Instagram. And I was, and jokes aside, I would say this. Anybody comes at you negative, I, I will be there with you to um, walk that walk. Don't at Kim bad stuff because that happens on the internet way too much already as a woman, I understand. So mm-hmm. um, disclaimer there, like <laughs> not to take away the joke. <laughs> so, the joke I mean, funny. so far, yeah, leave my joke alone. So but, far, really haven't had too much. Because <laughs> it happened because, yeah, I have. But we do like a follow, you know, the, a follows. <laughs> For sure. Uh, all right. So that's our show. Uh, Kim, 
thank you for being such an amazing partner in all this. Dan, you were a great guest. Thanks for agreeing to come on.